afternoon to everyone who is listening. Absent God, absent looking for the Lord, you will worship something. That's what we don't want to do as Christians. This morning we're going to talk about holiness, not in the sense of, I mean, for some of you maybe that's a new word, and if so, I'm actually very glad for you. some of you, that's a bad word. Holiness is what they, they fundamentalists, they fuddy-duddies who hate on everything else, view, and it's just about rules. And we're going to see today from Paul that this is a joy big picture in mind. Let's, let's get down to being a bit more practical. That's, that's the background. That's why I think this is a topic that could not be more relevant for 2021. This is a topic that could not be more relevant. Instead, as we're going to see in this passage, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, this morning, is the call to be holy isn't old-fashioned, nor is it one that just applies to monks or nuns or full-time ministry workers, but instead the call to holiness is a call to joy for each and every Christian. That's true if you are His introduction into this topic is a call, and it's going to be a call to follow our repentance. So as we're stepping into chapter 4, we're, we're making a big change in our letter. Up to this point, we've had the, what I'm going to call the reporting part of our letter. Don't do this thing around Thessalonica. Hey, I called, and somebody asked me, here's why that didn't work, here's why we took Timothy, here's what we learned. We've gotten past that, and kind of like an email to a friend, we catch each other up on our names, and then you get to the the meat of the letter, which in this case is moving from the reporting 
part of Paul's letter is the greeting. This is where Paul himself directs some of the things that he and his words are. What do the Thessalonians need to to know and to live by if they're going to endure faithfully in this fallen world? Genuinely did not believe that. 
don't go to the side and rush in and don't get that. But if you honestly believe that that person was not qualified to be trusted, I think it's a good place for me to cut my own off from that It's similar in Christianity. What you believe is to drive and to change how you interact with your neighbor. Okay, this is interesting. I just came back from Argentina, and I was reminded on our culture what we support, what we believe.
of all companions. It would be odd here if, if, if no one was tempted to turn away. And so if that's you here today, Satan is tempting you. Well, these words are not reassuring. Don't get scared, Satan. Don't get fooled. Not only is this the talk spiritual chapter 12, verse 14, puts the thing to test. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holy without which no one will see the Lord. The challenge in Eric and in Hebrews later written years later is to go back into the rest of that book. And I want you to see here that holiness is not some sort of five optional prerequisites. And this is the way that
that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not understand, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, but that the Lord is an avenger in his sight, the judgment of the Lord of the heavenly hosts. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not only man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to all who ask him. How do we distinguish Christ in 2021? What does that look like? Here's one. Here's the first. It looks like our example of sexual integrity. Paul the Something genders, and you can sit based on as ankles as you feel or respond that day, and that everyone has to choose literally and indiscriminately with that. We think that's weird. We think that's integrated. We think it's free. We think it's liberating. It's not normal. It doesn't bring freedom. There's no greater happiness in the Roman Empire than there is today. at all. We would see that during Greek and Roman times, there was all sorts of sexual experimentation and deviancy that was considered acceptable, even normal, among some classes of people. None of this is normal to us as Christians. So it shouldn't surprise us, therefore, that Scripture is often warned against opposing God's plan for male and female, for one man and one woman to enter into a sexual union for life. That takes place now. And so the debates that rage over homosexuality, over LGBTQ plus identity and acceptance, none of that's new. None of that's something that the church has fighting. Well, they might invent new acronyms, new ways to try and normalize. that the church doesn't stand against gay marriage, against transgender ideology because of conservative values or political thinking. It doesn't stand against that because we somehow are ourselves, you know, like we're just weird. No, it's because we ourselves are broken in all the ways that sin breaks us, and we know we're hopeless. someone in here who is really sick. And if so, I'm 
I don't have all the answers. I don't know what all to do. But I do know that what Kevin is saying is what we need to do to really help our kids and help our families. specifically saying again we live in an era and in an age which thinks that rules are fixed that they keep us down and keep us captive and that we make things work I don't believe that at all some of you are artists work in different that he sees is freedom and lasting joy coming from obedience to his
pequeno monarca que era só comandado ali por um homem. Então ele tinha que ter uma máscara para ele poder caminhar com o rei, com o criado dele, com o pai dele. Então se ele abdicava, ele estava comandando tudo. Mais alto do que mais Because nowhere did it say to act as though somehow having a higher calling, a better calling for yourself fully overcomes it. And that's what together we can start our transformation journey. Through Christ. And when we don't do that in heaven, we cannot fail. Thank you. 
piggyback on this offense. And I think Jerome would call the play today. Uh, how they are to, to work. Christians love to characterize us in all we do, and that includes each of your vocations. Your job, whether you're working in a cubicle or you're in a spreadsheet, or or you're on the production line, or hey, you know, stay-at-home moms or dads, whether that's raising up our kids, or grandparents, caregivers, maybe that's trying to do the hard work.
can see Christ and the belief in such a way that we can make Christ a regular feature in everyday living. So it is here we Thessalonians have seen this kind of reality. That gives an example of definitely when it promotes conversation with those who are watching and with those who are around you.
others around you might be living desire to live with his purpose, desire 